Welcome to the show, guys. It's Off the Top Rope, episode number three. Today we're talking about the AEW title picture. Let's get right into it. All right, guys, welcome back to the show here. It's Off the Top Rope, episode number three, Thursday, November 14th. Who is next in line for Chris Jericho's AEW world title? Also, I also have some rumors that are swirling around WWE and some other promotions as well. But as far as who's next in line to take a shot at Jericho, I'm going to start with my number three choice here. Scorpio Sky. Last night on Dynamite, Scorpio Sky picked up a big pin with his tag team partner, Frank Kazarian, in a win over Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, defending their AEW tag team titles. I think this is a really good choice here, or a solid choice at least. It, this isn't something that's going to main event any pay-per-view. It's not going to headline any big-time shows. But I could definitely see Scorpio Sky being the next guy to maybe get a singles title match against Jericho coming up here on Dynamite in the near future. Something similar to what we saw with Darby Allen and Chris Jericho in a title match last month in October on Dynamite. Like I said, this won't be a headliner match. This is kind of a good filler title match, if you will, up until the next pay-per-view, maybe. Scorpio Sky is a former MMA fighter as well. He's So that makes him a believable contender. He's kind of been on the rise, really been one of the most talked about guys since AEW has premiered on TNT. He's, like I said, one half of the tag team champions in SCU. SCU's really taken the tag team world by storm, a really big time faction. Christopher Daniels returned to SCU during full gear on last Saturday's pay-per-view. He's a Scorpio guy who's had a brief stunt with WWE, never really made it big time there. He's a high flyer, has a very high ring, very... High in-ring IQ, rather. He's a super fun guy to watch. He's got the physique. He's got the style. He's got the moves. This is a match I'd be heavily interested in. I think him and Jericho could put on a really good match. and I think Scorpio Sky is a solid choice to take on Jericho if they were to give him a singles push on top of the 8-3 and three overall record that he already has. Scorpio Sky, I believe, is a guy who can someday, maybe not now, be a big-time singles guy for AEW. So look out for him. The number two contender, I believe, who could be next in line for Chris Jericho's title is none other than who I believe to be the best in-ring performer in the world right now, the best wrestler, Kenny Omega. Kenny has some unfinished business with Jericho. This series that these two have is tied right now. It's one-to-one. The first time that these two met, was January of 2018 at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Kenny Omega was able to pick up the win in that one. He beat Chris Jericho in 34 minutes and 36 seconds for the IWGP United States heavyweight title. It was a hell of a match. Those two tore down the house, as they always do when they're in the same arena together. The the feud built up to that one, and it was great. So there's definitely a lot of chemistry there. These two, I remember back in the feud when... They had their first match, the one I just talked about, uh, over in Japan. That's when Jericho made his shocking return to Japan. 
It was a hell of a feud. They brawled during press conferences. They brawled after shows, before shows, during shows. I, I would be heavily, heavily interested in this match. I believe that Kenny is still the best wrestler in the world. And another reason why I think Kenny could be next in line here is because Kenny didn't take a technical loss at full gear against John Moxley. Those two tore the house down and Kenny did not come out on top. But as we all know, it was a lights out a lights out match. It was an unsanctioned match. It did not go against Kenny's winner loss record. So this I think that might have been a way for AEW to put Moxley over and give Moxley the victory without hurting Omega too much. This could definitely, definitely keep Omega in the title picture. I would love to see Omega and Jericho go at it again. Like I said, they have the chemistry there. These are two of the best in the world. Um, Kenny needs this feud. Kenny doesn't really have anything that I can see where AEW is leaning toward that's going to put him in a feud with anybody else here in the near future. Perhaps we see the Moxley feud with him go a little bit longer, but we all saw last night on Dynamite, Darby Allen won a triple threat match against Sean Spears and Peter Avalon. And after the match, Darby Allen called out John Moxley. He accepted John Moxley's challenge. So it, it looks like Darby Allen and John Moxley could be feuding for quite some time here in the new, near future. The second time that Omega and Jericho faced each other was at Double or Nothing back in May earlier this year. Jericho came out on top in this one. He beat Omega in 27 minutes. That then took Jericho to August to fight Hangman Page at All Out for the first ever AEW title where Jericho would go on to win to start his the amazing run he's on now. So... Definitely keep an eye out for Kenny. Yeah, those two matches that those two had earlier this year and earlier last year were they were great. They they tear the house down. I'd be heavily interested in that match. Can't wait to see it if it does happen. It is a little disappointing right now to look at the singles record of Kenny Omega and only see a two and two record. However, it did break news here in the last couple of days that Matt and Nick Jackson are considering to reset the win-loss record every, I believe every year or so or every few months to kind of give AEW kind of a seasonal feel to it rather than keep adding on to the win-loss record. I think that's something that's, I think that's a very good idea. I think that's, um, I think that's the right way to do it. I don't think it's smart to have a year or two years from now to have guys with 60-some wins and 50-some losses on their record. I think that would kind of take away the significance of the win-loss record and how AEW does the power rankings and things like that. So Kenny Omega, I definitely think could be next in line. I'd love to see it and can't wait to see where they go from here. And last, but certainly not least for potential opponents to be Chris Jericho's new number one contender for the AEW world title is Pac. Pac's been on fire lately. Pac has, he's beat Hangman in a two to one series. Him and Hangman have put on some really good matches. So if the matches that he were to put on with Jericho are any good as the ones with Hangman, I'm all in on this. Um, Pac doesn't necessarily have a... He's not the most charismatic guy in the world, and he's not exactly the type of guy that I would picture headlining a pay-per-view like Double or Nothing or All Out or Full Gear, but he's definitely somebody that can carry a main event match as far as in-ring performing goes. Has a very high ring IQ. He's a lot of fun to watch. 
he does have a little bit of a history with Jericho, and that dates back to the time that they both spent together in WWE. We all know back when Pac was in WWE, he actually went by the ring name of Neville. These two put on some pretty decent matches back in um, back when they were in WWE together. There was even a match where Jericho still talks about to this day that he had with Neville. And Neville broke his leg during the match, and Jericho kind of tells the story that uh, Charles Robinson was the referee, the official during this matchup back. I'm not sure the exact year when this match took place, but Neville really, really shattered his leg during this match. And Neville was out for some quite a bit of time after that. Jericho, uh, we, if you go back and look, Jericho actually gets into a really heated confrontation with Charles Robinson, the official, during the match because Robinson would not stop it. And it's one of those uh, rare occasions where you see Chris Jericho break character and was really pissed off at Charles Robinson for not for not stopping this match. It's it's pretty cool when you see Jericho kind of get heated and break character because he's one of those guys that kind of does it the most, it seems like. And it's cool because it shows that Jericho really cares about the talent that he works with. And it's really cool to see him kind of see that side of him where that rebel side of him that we all know about Jericho is not afraid to back down from anyone. He's not afraid to break the rules. Kind of a cool story there. If you ever get the chance, go ahead and look into it. Um, but yeah, pack is on fire with a two to one series victory over hangman. Um, they fought last night. Hangman won. They fought at full gear. Hangman was able to win that one. And a few weeks prior pack won the, the first match between the two. So it went pack on dynamite for the first win. Hangman won what I would consider the bigger match at full gear since it was a pay-per-view match. But Pac picked up the victory last night in another really good match between the two. And Pac even has a pay-per-view victory over, like I said, the best wrestler in the world, Kenny Omega, back at All Out in August. So he's really been on fire lately. He's got a really good singles record as well. He's 3-1-1. One, one. He had that draw to Moxley a couple weeks back on Dynamite. But even then... You have to consider Pac one of the hottest. He's feuding with Moxley. He's feuding with Hangman. He's feuded with Omega. And he's delivered in all three of those feuds. I, I mean, I shouldn't say he really feuded with Moxley, but they had a really good match. And Pac really carried it during the fight. And Mox carried it as well. But Pac's really been, he's been consistently hot and just on fire. I think that's a really good match for AEW. I think this is a match that could really tear the house down. Like I said, I don't know if this is going to main event any pay-per-view. AEW has came out and announced that they're only going to do quarterly pay-per-views. They're only going to do four a year as of right now. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I think we're going to see a lot of title matches, including the AEW World title, the women's title, and the or the AEW tag team titles on Dynamite, considering the lack of pay-per-views that AEW has right now. But I think that could be really good for business, considering people will tune in more weekly if they know that they're going to get title matches. So I think Pac, Pac's persona fits well with Jericho's Jericho's persona to build a big-time feud. Um, Jericho's really playing, like I said, he's playing the heel well, the heel role very well. Pac is doing a really good job of kind of doing his own thing. He's kind of like a silent assassin almost. He's not really, he he's more of a heel than he is a face. But the direction that AEW is going, they don't really do the heel versus face type of, Feuds and matchups like that. I mean, they do with 
Cody and Jericho, but if you kind of look at some of the other feuds, like Moxley and Omega, nobody was really a heel or a face in that matchup. It was just two big-time superstars going at it, which is something I feel like we could do with Pac and Jericho. So there, there it is, folks. I mean, he, Pac, like I said, been arguably the best performer since AEW has premiered. He's definitely been one of the hottest. I think that that's a match that could really tear the house down. I think it's a match that most fans would really look forward to. So there you have it, folks. Those are my top three. I want to get into kind of some uh, other news here for some other promotions. I know these first few episodes that I've had, I've talked a lot about AEW, and it's been a lot of fun because we're all we all started from the beginning with AEW. You know, the premiere on TNT. It's definitely the hottest promotion right now, but uh, it's time to get into some other things as well. And I just want to kind of get into some rumors and some uh, other things that are going on with other promotions. So it broke news here recently that Johnny Gargano will be out of the NXT War Games pay-per-view that's coming up here on November 23rd, uh, the NXT pay-per-view. That's that's a big hit for NXT. Johnny Gargano has been one of their, if not their best, performers here in recent years at NXT. So hopefully he gets, um, hopefully he gets well soon. Um, other big news surrounding WWE. The Miz has signed a multi-year extension with them the Miz has been there for i want to say pretty close to 15 years now um randy orton also signed a multi-year deal with wwe here recently as well there was a lot of speculation about randy jumping over to aew he even teased it a lot on social media randy really got us with that so unfortunately two i shouldn't say unfortunately i'm happy for both those guys i was kind of hoping one of them would jump over but two of the big time veterans that are still with wwe Looks like they're sticking around for a little while longer. And arguably the biggest story in wrestling. Maybe not the biggest story as far as Raw, SmackDown, and the promotions themselves, or the brands themselves, but CM Punk has signed with WWE as an analyst on the WWE Backstage Show on Fox Sports 1. That was announced, I believe, this past Monday on Raw. He showed up. Uh, with Renee Young, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, Booker T, and Paige. And it sounds like he will be showing up periodically on the show to kind of give inside analysis, and inside analysis and his opinions on the state of WWE and things that are going on there. Got a pretty short episode here today, guys. I kind of just wanted to get to the AEW title picture and kind of give you guys where my head's at on that. Um... Survivor Series is coming up November 24th. I know I've been talking a lot about AEW. It's going to be time to shift gears a little bit. I'm going to get into back in the world wrestling entertainment a little bit. It's uh, I haven't talked about it too much. This is the first year where Survivor Series is adding in NXT as one of the one of the opponents. It's usually Raw versus SmackDown for Survivor Series every year. And adding in NXT, I think could go really really bad or it could go really really good i'll kind of give you guys my input on that and some of the things i really like and really dislike about nxt joining survivor series war games is also the night before on november 23rd so not sure when that episode will come out it'll be sometime uh here in the next few days though so once again thanks everybody for tuning in dynamite's been on fire lately i'm really looking forward to survivor series coming up 
always been one of my favorite pay-per-views, one of the four originals. So, All right, guys, once again, thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good day and good night.